Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, Geegens, it is Monday, January 15th. C.J. Stroud is the man. Casey's offense showed up in the cold. Could Jerry replace McCarthy with Bill? And Jared Goff exercised some demons. We'll cover that, plus two more NFL games, NBA, NHL as well. I'm Mad Max. Joining me, the one and only Sex Panther. Panther, interesting NFL playoffs so far. Interesting, fun. Um, I'll... Dare I say, as advertised, um, I did. I, you know, it's kind of funny. I, mean, I do a sports betting podcast, and I, I'm really good with the numbers. I'm really good with the stats, but I really don't watch this stuff that much. I watched my first complete from beginning to end NFL kickoff or NFL game this se- the entire season. The first game I've actually watched from beginning to end, um, it was the Texans. C.J. Stroud, man, that dude dimes absolutely throws it on a dime, Max. Ah, uh, yeah, listen, I was I was actually out because uh, Saturday night I went to go see Tool uh, play at Madison Square Garden. So uh, beforehand, I, I stopped, um, you know, at, at a, par, a bar to you know grab some food and a couple of drinks before the show. So the game was on, and by well, I was watching it on the bus into New York City. It's the beauty of technology, by the way can watch games on your phone and then coming back home i was able to watch uh the other game on my phone so uh yes i do have peacock so i was able to watch these games but you know um i was uh, the game was just out of hand it was just like fucking cj stroud was just killing it and uh who's i think it's, uh, jeremy tunsell uh the offensive lineman right larry he, I think, yeah uh, yeah larry, they're the guy that i think they traded um is that with miami they like did a trade with Miami or something like that. I think he was. I think he was on the Dolphins, and uh, he came over. But anyway, um, he was just dominating the defense. Uh, you know, this this the Browns defense we thought was legit, and that offensive line just pushed them around. And I think that's uh, that, that that's what we've been saying for a couple of years now, right? Six Panther is you got a very good offensive line. Give your quarterback time to do what he needs to do, and I mean, he's he's fucking made this connection with uh, is it Nico Collins, right? Is is the fucking uh, main wide receiver that he throws to? These guys are just fucking out there balling. Um, 
a dangerous team. Like dangerous fucking team. Could could I imagine them making one of those fucking runs to the uh AFC championship? Possibly. You know, I, I do think that unfortunately if what is it? If if the Bills win tonight, then the matchup the, the lowest seed goes to uh Baltimore. So it would be uh, uh Kansas City heading to Buffalo next week if the Bills win. And then it would be a fucking nightmare matchup of CJ Stroud and the Texans having to fucking take down <laughs> the uh the Ravens. But I think if I'm the Ravens, might be the one team I don't want to see is the fucking Texans. Oh, absolutely. Like you sit there and think about the Texans. Man, if they get Buffalo, I like Houston. They get Kansas City, I love Houston. Baltimore on the road, you know, the a, a warm weather team down in Houston going to Baltimore. Um, should warm up uh, by by this weekend. I mean, by warm, I'm like, you know, we'll get out of these negative temperatures that we're in. Uh, but, you know, maybe maybe by the 30s or maybe even 40s by Sunday. But I, I got to believe that's where they're going. Um, not to let the cat out of the bag, but we had already talked Buffalo-Pittsburgh anyway. So, yeah, I, I think they're heading to Baltimore. Yeah, so that'd be that one, and then, uh, of course, in the AFC, as I just mentioned, Kansas City took down Miami. That was that was close for maybe like a qu- a quarter, right? Maybe. Just I listen. Kansas City was ready to play in the cold. It's simple as that. Uh, Pacheco was doing his fucking thing. That Miami defense, we were, you know, never really confident about, and. Uh, they hadn't beaten anyone all year. Miami had not. I think they were like one and five against winning teams this year. It was the same fucking story that we said about Philadelphia last year. They didn't beat anyone. And when it came time to beat someone, and our confidence level was not very high in Kansas City. So Miami just couldn't beat them. Is your confidence level a little bit more on Kansas City after seeing them actually put up some offense, after actually having a wide receiver do something in a game? No. I mean, that's the wide receiver. That's the wide receiver. I, you know, one of my very good friends is a diehard Chiefs fan, and that's the guy he's been clamoring for to get the ball, just get rid of these other tools that can't do anything. But beating a Miami team that we already knew the cold was going to be an issue, we already knew that the offense was going to – I mean, they have the opportunity to be explosive – but I've said all season, the best part of the Chiefs isn't their offense. It's been their defense, and their defense definitely showed up. A warm-weather team, I mean, this is the closest Miami's played. I think it's the only game Miami's played in any real inclement weather, freezing temperatures. Like, they're just not ready for that, especially when you show up the day before. It's impossible to get yourself acclimated to whatever it was, negative 20 degrees with the wind chill. That's just stupid cold. Uh, kudos to Kansas City for getting ready and, and being ready for that game. But it doesn't instill any more confidence in me um, that they're going to be able to beat Baltimore or even, honestly, Houston. Well, kudos. Uh, I think the MVP of that game was uh, Andy Reid's frozen fucking mustache. So, uh it survived. Andy, I thought Andy Reid was going to die out there, but he didn't. And now, I'm mean, listen. If they've got to head to Buffalo, where right now it's 
yeah, you see the fa- the shirtless fucking fans digging out snow from the stadium. I think going from that Kansas City game to Buffalo to them is like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> you know, um, Kansas City don't fucking care. But yeah, I, I I I feel a little bit better about the Chiefs after seeing this game. But still, uh, that Miami team just I won't use the fraud word. I'm not going to use the frauds. I'm going to save the fraud word for another team that's coming up. Uh, but fraudulent, you know, fraudulent activities by the Miami Dolphins. All right, I'm going to skip the next game and cover the the late the late game on Sunday. Um, congratulations to the Detroit Lions. I listen. If there was a team that was not the Rams that I'm going to root for, it is this Detroit Lions team. I fucking love Dan Campbell. I'm rooting for Jared Goff. Uh, it, that the beginning of that game was a slugfest. It was offense punching each other in the fucking faces, and then the defenses just clamped down in the second half. Uh, Rams had a chance to take the lead. They got into field goal position. They got called for a uh, penalty, so that pushed them out of field goal position. Uh, Stafford hit Nakua. A little bit of a grab of the jersey. I'm not. I'm not one to like complain and call for like pass interference on every f- fucking play, but there was a little grab of the jersey on Nakua. I still. I don't think it, it, it mattered. You know. Uh, I think he was in position to still make the catch. Um, the defense on Detroit came up when they needed to, and uh, they, close game. Good game. Fun game. Such a fucking fun game. I really enjoyed it. And again, I'm sad to see my Rams out of the playoffs, but I am full on board rooting for this fucking Detroit Lions team. I mean, as advertised, right? This is the game that we both said we thought would be the game of the weekend. It it just, it fulfilled the billing of the anticipation that everybody had for this game. Um, Stafford, what a warrior. I mean, this guy got hit. He got hit a couple times. And he's just such a freaking warrior. Nobody's ever going to call him soft. Then you've got Jared Goff, who, you know, you saw at the end of the game, or if you listen to the interview, like, this was a big game for him. This He wanted this game. And I don't think in a slight or he's mad or, or anything about how it played out, but he did have a little bit of a chip on his shoulder um, on wanting to win this game. But I got to tell you, the Rams, as good as they were, they let this one slip away. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. they had three times they were in the red zone and had to settle for field goals. And when Detroit's marching down the field 75 yards at a time and scoring touchdowns and you're kicking field goals, that's a game plan that just doesn't really work out to your advantage. And, and you can see, if you look at the stats, you look at the score, I mean – you just get rid of one of those field goals and make it a touchdown. Rams are winning that game. But to your point, I mean, the Lions, they came out. They gave it everything they had. What a great fucking game. Dare I say, go Lions. Uh, really looking forward to their next opponent. And listen, like as a sports fan, like as, a, as, as someone who is rooted for the Rams since the late 80s when they were fucking garbage, I suffered through a lot of misery. I suffered through fucking uh, Jeff Fisher. I suffered through fucking losing seasons. As a, as, a, as a Rams fan, as a sports fan, I have empathy towards the Lions fan base, but I also got to celebrate two Super Bowls and have, have, have seen the Rams go to multiple Super Bowls 
uh, since I've been rooting for them, you know? So to me, the Lions fans, the fan base, they, they needed this more than the Rams fan base did. So for me, I'm happy for the Lions fan base to get this fucking playoff win, to have a hope of a Super Bowl run. I totally agree that, you know, uh, Jared Goff rightfully had a chip on his shoulder. I was highly critical of this kid when he was the Ram, uh, on the Rams. You were not uh, a fan. No, I was not a fan. I was highly critical of him because I, I felt that he was limited in what he could do out there. And now I realize that in many ways it was a lack of confidence in Sean McVay had in this guy. And I think he was programming him to do certain things because he felt that Jared Goff's ceiling was limited. And, you know, Goff being out of that Rams, Sean McVay system and being having, you know, the, the coaching staff put the confidence in him to do more things. He has uh, gotten past that hump, right? He is he has excelled as a quarterback in this system. I, I'm so happy for him now. Um, and it worked out for the Rams. The Rams got a Super Bowl. I mean, Goff can't. I, I He's definitely got to be salty, but he can't argue with the fact that it's like a potential Hall of Famer was traded for him. <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh, it's like, I mean, I mean, uh, you're a Rams team at the cusp of winning a Super Bowl and you trade for a potential Hall of Famer to put you over the hump. I mean, Goff's got to be like, yeah, I mean, I get it. <laughs> you know, it, it worked out best for both quarterbacks and for both teams, because, you know, if Jared Goff was still in L.A. or they traded anywhere other than Detroit. I mean, this guy was probably on the path of Carson Wentz. Right? He was he was about to be a backup clipboard holder um, because there was this premonition that well we've seen everything that he is and nobody saw you know a, a Super Bowl caliber quarterback and maybe the Detroit didn't see that maybe they thought hey they're going to be drafting a quarterback one of these two years uh, after that trade you know it was just it was something that made the deal but the Detroit Lions have their quarterback and he's not old by any stretch he's in his late 20s so uh, kudos to Goff. Kudos to the Lions. I think this is a team we're going to be talking about for you know the next several years. I certainly hope so. I'm I'm definitely rooting for them. Um, and we almost saw a Carson Wentz appearance last night. By the way, Sex Panther. Uh, there was a play where uh, Stafford's hand came down on a helmet, and you could see it like busted open. His his hand was bleeding, and they they taped it up. Uh, injuries again. Uh, Tyler Higby he got injured. Uh, possibly a torn ACL, so uh, he took a hit to the knee. Um, Kyron Williams busted his hand, so he he got taken out of the game. Um, it was it was it was a warrior type game, right? Like they were going out there to fucking win. And if you're in a warrior situation, you want Dan Campbell as your fucking coach because that guy is a madman. And after the game, they're like, "Well, you know, we were really looking forward to a Dallas fucking rematch." But we'll take, a, we'll take a home game instead. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, let's save the best for last here. Sex Panther. The Green Bay Packers went to Dallas. Dallas had not lost in 16 straight home games. That streak ended yesterday as the Green Bay Packers not only went into Dallas and won, but absolutely fucking obliterated the Cowboys. This shit was not close from the get-go. Jordan Love is the man. I will say it now. Watch out, San Francisco. If Jordan Love does what he did yesterday against you, San Francisco, it's not going to be a cakewalk to the fucking NFC Championship. 
Jordan Love is right now what San Francisco hopes Brock Purdy can be. And that's a playmaker. The guy makes no mistakes. He had no interceptions, no fumbles, no sacks. I mean, Dallas, as good as the defense, they couldn't get to him. They couldn't touch him. Then Jordan Love, I, I, I don't know. What's more impressive, Max? Green Bay's quarterback promise or Pittsburgh's head coaching legacy? What, what they've done. I mean, these two franchises just seem to, at least at coaching and quarterback, seem to get it right. That, uh, there's questions in Big D. And, and whether or not Jerry thinks so or McCarthy thinks so, everybody else on the planet thinks there's questions regarding McCarthy's job. And after last night, and with Bill lingering out there, oh, how many days? How many days before we get a press conference from Jerry, Max? I Listen, I just don't know how Jerry Jones does not resist making the move for Bill Belichick. I just, I don't, I just, I, I don't see how that that is not the next move. It's, it almost seems too fucking perfect, by the way, because you're telling me Bill Belichick wouldn't jump at an opportunity to coach a team that is at the cusp of a Super Bowl. I will say this about Dallas as disappointing as their season was. And as fraudulent as it ended, that was, see, I was saying the frauds for them. They're a good fucking team. They've got a lot of talent. Now, for whatever reason, Dak and CeeDee Lamb were just playing from two different playbooks yesterday. Like, they could not get timing right until the second half. After 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 Green Bay had already, like, kind of phoned it in and started taking starters out, and then they had to put the starters back in because it got a little too close for comfort. <laughs> <laughs> it was a two-score game at one point. Like, oh, shit, let's put the starters back in. Um, but, you know, Bill Belichick, of course, would jump at an opportunity to try to win another Super Bowl. And Dallas puts him in a situation to do so. Jerry Jones loves the big splash. I mean, this is a change. Uh, fucking McCarthy has, has underperformed as a head coach throughout his career. He got the one, right? He got the one championship with Aaron Rodgers? The one Super Bowl? Just one, yep. For Aaron Rodgers, uh, arguably the second best quarterback of the last 20 years, you know? Um, so there's questions about McCarthy, and I just don't see how Jerry Jones does not refuse to at least talk to Bill, and if Bill's interested, make the move. Um, that defense, though, man, that defense was great all year, and... Aaron Jones just shredded them. I think he was I think he was averaging like 6.1 yards per carry or something, Panther. Like it was it was ridiculous. And I I mentioned this in the chat yesterday. I've got to see, you know, some some more of Jordan Love playing uh, as of late, of course, the second half of the season, uh, he he was stellar. The kid throws off his back foot like like kind of like off balance. And it's like a str strategy thing. Because th there's no way for, like, a defensive guy to, like, knock down the ball. And he just, like, it's like uh, like momentum. He just launches the goddamn fucking ball. The guy's got a cannon. I just, holy shit, he, like, winds up, gets on the back foot, and just fucking launches it. I Early in the season, you know, a couple games in, we're like, wow, Jordan Love looks good. He regressed for a bit, and we're like, eh. But a lot of that was the, the 
offensive line was injured. Aaron Jones was injured. The defense was injured. So, so like Jordan Love was on the field a lot more than he needed to be because the defense was was failing. Second half of the season, that defense got healthy. They looked fucking good. That defense was really goddamn good. Like they made they they made Dak look like um, I don't know Carson Wentz. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they, 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 they got a bar. Listen, at one point I'm texting with my buddies and when Carson Wentz was like, you know, uh, looking at the clipboard, one of my buddies says like, Carson Wentz does not want to go into this game. He's like, nope, 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 nope. And I'm like, yeah, are you kidding me? This is his Nick Foles moment right here. Uh, <laughs> he, God he, he gets a chance to make a Super Bowl run like Nick Foles did in his plays. Uh, Dak looked like a mess out there. Um, that offense was was really brutal, but I give tons of credit to the Green Bay defense. And, and you know, again, I I think San Francisco has to be a bit worried about this Green Bay Packers team, more worried than I. they probably, you know, they would have got Detroit next week. Uh, that I'd still be worried about fucking Detroit. But, I, you know, I just, I'm just saying, I'd be as worried right now of this Packers team than I would of pretty much any team in in the NFC right now, if if I'm doing my redo my confidence rankings in the NFC after this first round, and I know we still got the Philadelphia Tampa Bay game that we'll get to at, after the break, um, yeah, it's it's like San Francisco, Detroit, and <laughs> Green Bay, <laughs> and then uh, whoever comes out of that fucking Philadelphia uh, Tampa Bay team, dot 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 dot, you know, so. Uh, congrats to Green Bay. All right, let's uh, take a break, and then after that, we will cover the two NFL games. Well, one and a half because we already covered one of them, and then got some NBA and NHL, so stay tuned. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward with each new idea, innovation, and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. We are back with you. Possibly never even left. Okay, so, you know, we already talked Pittsburgh-Buffalo. The line is at 10. It was at 10. We bet Buffalo uh, last week. Uh, I think nine and a half. So it's 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 ten across the board now. You're not getting the nine and a half today. So hopefully you'll listen to us when we bet fucking Buffalo uh, on Friday. So uh, I'm not changing my pick. I'm I'm choosing Buffalo. But does the weather does the weather change anything in your mind? Can Buffalo still win by ten, or is this kind of like a you know like an ugly ten three type game? I yes. It does change. It does. It does change things for me because we never talked about weather last week. And then, I mean, there's blizzards, and then there's Buffalo. Like those people, those people in Buffalo, like should not be allowed to vote. They're just not right. Those those 
They're going to be out there with no fucking shirts on. It's going to be negative temperatures. And the, the wind's going to be swirling at 20, gusting to 30 miles an hour. It's going to be frigid, freezing cold. There's snow all over the place. I think those people up there are fucking nuts. Like, and I say that in the most respectful way possible. But when you look at this game, you look at the wind, you look at the snow, you look at the temperature. How can you not think that this, there's no way they're going to be gunslinging this ball down the field? This is going to be a running, uh, you know, rushing attack type offense, screen passes, swing passes, uh, short yardage. I do think this is going to be a low scoring game. I'm actually jumping on the under. I've seen it 38 and a half on FanDuel is where I grabbed it this morning. Uh, I am jumping on that. But when you think something's going to be low scoring like that, 10 points starts to become a lot of points, right? Buffalo's got to get down there and score touchdowns because I, I think we're going to see missed field goals because the wind is going to be so crazy. I, I am switching my pick to Pittsburgh, not because I think they'll win. I still don't think they win, but I just think this is a one-score game. Buffalo's going to win by, you know, seven points, and uh, that's why I'm switching my pick. So a lot of criticism about the um, the decision there in Buffalo when they were you know talking about uh, building the new stadium, and there was a, oh should we put a dome on it? And it's like no, football's meant to be played outdoors, and you know it's, I get that, but when you got a goddamn fucking blizzard like this, wouldn't it be nice to close the fucking dome a little bit? <laughs> so so you don't have fans like having to fucking shovel the seats. To, to be able to fucking do a game. Um, I'm looking at the, uh, let's look at the 10-day forecast over there in Buffalo, New York. Uh, let's look at today. Tonight. Today, uh, to, yes, uh, snow showers. There you go. Yeah. Tomorrow, snow showers. Wednesday, snow wi- and wind. Thursday, snow showers. Friday, <laughs> snow showers. Panther, are you sensing a trend here? This could go all the way up until next week's game where they'd be hosting... Uh, either Saturday or Sunday, I'm guessing. I'm um, more than likely Sunday at this fucking point. Um, that is going to be a Sunday night game. Gonna, I think. It's still snowing all week in Buffalo. This isn't even going to fucking clear up for next week's game. They're going to probably have another this. fucking three feet of snow out there. Think about this, Max. I, I saw this and I couldn't believe what I was reading. So you're in New Jersey. You've seen snow. You've seen significant snow. Uh, I'm in Indiana. I've seen significant snow. They were getting snow at the clip of three to six inches an hour. An hour, Max. The fuck is that? That's that's like porn star levels of inches going there. I mean, seriously, <laughs> that's just ridiculous. Um, man, uh, I don't know. I'm still sticking with Buffalo. I, this could be a ten nothing game. Maybe the fucking <laughs> maybe I get a push here. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna stick with the Bills. So there you go. There I, I like the under as well because fucking a like what what the hell's gonna happen here? I was liking the under anyway without the fucking snow because it's Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh gonna put up some fucking numbers. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. All right, over to the other game, uh, the Eagles on the road in Tampa Bay. Uh, Eagles still favored by three. You can also do two and a half if you're betting the Eagles. There is a couple of two and a halves out there if you're betting the Eagles. I'm betting Tampa Bay in this one. The Tampa Bay at home getting the three. Um, I think their offense is 
good enough to be really fucking frustrating for this lackluster Philly defense. A defense that, I, I mean, Tyra Taylor fucking shredded them. You know, I mean, this, this is a... This is a nightmare scenario for Philadelphia that their defense just is playing this fucking poorly. Can they put it together? I don't know. I don't have fucking uh, trust in Matt Patricia. By the way, Matt Patricia, look how fucking Detroit's doing. That's how you coach a fucking football team, Matt Patricia. Just saying. That's 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 the mentality that the Detroit fucking ownership thought they were getting with you, but are getting with Dan Campbell. I don't like this Philadelphia offense either. A.J. Brown out for the game. He's done. Jalen Hurts still injured. The running game's injured. Like, how could you like Philadelphia here? I think they win. By the way, I do think the Eagles win by, like, a point. (laughs) So, listen, more than likely, uh, Philadelphia gets to uh, head to Detroit next week and take on the fucking Lions. By the way, if the Rams would have won... And Philadelphia would have won. Philadelphia would have fucking hosted next week. How fucking ridiculous is that? Or Tampa Bay would have fucking hosted if 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 they won against the Rams as well. Um, but nope, Detroit gets another home team home game, and they will probably host the Eagles. But I'm betting the Buccaneers with the points here. Yeah, there's. I, I'm just thinking about this line. So they've got Philadelphia going on the road with that horrible defense, with that lackluster offense, this injured, banged up offense. And they're three-point favorites. So that means on a neutral site, they're six-point favorites. And at home, they're nine-point favorites? Are you fucking kidding me? Like, how? Why? I don't think Philadelphia wins this game. I think think the line is completely wrong. I think Tampa Bay should probably be at about two-and-a-half as the favorite. I, I don't like the Eagles. They can't be going in this game with any confidence. They, they can't feel good about the way they've limped into these playoffs. Everything you said, we're not even talking about Tampa Bay. We're just talking about everything that's wrong with Philadelphia. We're betting against Philadelphia, which is true, but Tampa Bay played some really good football heading into the playoffs. Probably some of their best football. Baker Mayfield playing at an elite level. Maybe his chance to prove he's their quarterback and that they're not going to go look for somebody else in the draft or whatever. So I'm also betting Tampa Bay. I'm going to take the three points, but I think there's a live money line play that Tampa Bay wins this game outright. Uh, yeah, I listen. Yeah, we we did not talk much about Tampa Bay and Baker and, and you know what he's done there. And yeah, he's done a, a, an admirable job of uh, working with the weapons that he has and and you know not wasting them. So good on Baker for you know, showing up and, and trying to revitalize his career. And we also aren't talking about the fact that if you get in the rewind machine, the Madden simulations had the Buccaneers winning the Super Bowl. This could be it, Panther. This could be their run. Baker Mayfield, Super Bowl champ. Maybe they get it done against the Eagles and uh, move on to uh, Detroit next week. We shall see. All right. Over to the NBA, Uh, it is uh, Martin Luther King Jr. Day, so I'm sure there'll be some uh, kind of festivities and some celebration and stuff in the NBA on the the courts. They typically do that on MLK Jr. Day, so uh, a big big amount of games, a good amount of games, and I'd like some to bet on, too. How about you? Anything that's jumping out to you? I hate it. Uh Today, 
Dick first into the trap of the day. The Oklahoma City Thunder are going to L.A. to take on the Lakers, and the Lakers are favored by a point and a half. What am I missing? Who's out? Is Shea out? Are the big three all out? Giddy's out? Holmgren's out? Uh, what the heck? I don't get this line at all. I'm going to be wrong. I know I'm going to be wrong. Lakers going to win this by 10. But this line is fucked up. Give me Oklahoma City for 10 bucks. My my guess is that Shea misses the game. He's listed as questionable today to a right knee sprain. I'm guessing he will miss the game. The line is indicating that that Shea will will sit out this game. I don't care. I I don't fucking care. Yes, Shea is right in the MVP mix. I, I'll say it. Shea Gilders Alexander probably top three in my MVP voting right now. It's fucking amazing. Even without Shea, this this Lakers team, I just don't like them. I don't like this Lakers team. They could, listen, they could make that run like they did last year. Uh, Anthony Davis could turn into, like, Superman again. And they could make that push. They can make a couple of trades. I get that. I'm not burying the Lakers. I'm not doing it. At this point in time, though, I hate this fucking Lakers team. And even without Shea Gilgis-Alexander, I think Oklahoma City has too much uh, depth, too much uh, consistency of play, uh, just too much, you know, I guess teamwork. <laughs> like this, they just work well as a team. The Lakers are still kind of like a, a mess. So, yeah, I'm going to do it. I'll bet the OKC, OKC th- th- Thunder with you, Panther. $10 bet on Oklahoma City. All right, next game, last game. I'm only betting two games. I hate this slate today. Boston on the road going to Toronto. Toronto's losing, but they're losing competitively. Boston, on the other hand, is just a they're just a different caliber of team than Toronto's been losing to. I think seven and a half Boston can handle it. I'll lay those points and take your Celtics for ten bucks. I'm on the opposite side, just a lean. I will lean Toronto getting the eight. Uh, you know, if this was at home, well, this this line would be what, like, you know, 12? Well, <laughs> Something like yeah. that for Boston. I think they beat uh, – what did they beat Houston by? It was it was a ridiculous fucking amount that they beat Houston by. Um, I was like uh, almost 30, I think. 30-something fucking points, and that was a home yeah. game. But, yeah, Boston on the road. They, yeah, they should get it done. Uh, but it's a little bit too close for me. Uh, I'll lean the Raptors with the points. That's all I'm betting. I left you an entire slate. What else you got? I I'm I still hate this Dallas Mavericks team. That's what I I hate right now. And I kind of like this New Orleans Pelicans team. Now it's on the road. I'm you know I wish this was at home for New Orleans. But you know I think New Orleans can get some road wins the rest of the season. And this is a winnable game. I think so. I'm going to do a ten dollar bet on the Pelicans. Well, I'll tell you when I do hate Dallas, and that's when Luka doesn't play. It's just not the same team. Kyrie has been a great number two. We haven't heard anything negative out of Kyrie. He's been quiet, right? We don't, we're not talking about Kyrie Irving like we typically do. But without Luka, there, he just doesn't have any help. And I don't know if Luka's playing this game or not. Says he just doubtful. Be, Says doubtful. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah so the, the idea that it's, I think I saw this at two and a half. Still seems a little sus to me. Oh, it's four, four and a half. I like it's, them. It's, it's a good team. It's dangerous. It's, it's moved. Okay. Because I think I saw it's a Pelican, two and a half. Pel- Pelicans minus four and a half now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I like it a little less now, but <laughs> I still like the Pelicans. I'll lean New Orleans. 
I'll still get a f minus four, so uh, I haven't. I don't have to eat that hook, but I'll, I'll yeah, I'll take the minus four. Uh, so let's see. You got New Orleans. I, I the man, Knicks at home against Orlando. We like this Orlando team. I get that, but I like this New York Knicks team a lot since they made those trades, and uh, Orlando's dropped. Orlando's dropped in the standings. They're now down below that line, that safe line. They were like second or third for a bit. They're eighth now. Um, they've lost three in a row over the last 10, not been great. And, uh, just on the road, like they have not been, uh, very good. The Knicks, man, Knicks, a uh, pretty damn good fucking home team. I know seven is a lot, but I think they get it done today. $10 bet on New York. Well, the biggest problem for Orlando has been their, their injuries. Like this team has not been healthy at all and that's been a, a big part of their problem and i think health is still part of the problem going into this game i'm trying to pull up the injury report here real quick so you're looking at gary harris is out wendell carter jr game time franz wagner out like they're getting healthy they're just not there yet i think they'll make a run i don't think they're going to be below that line um come playoff time but right now they're a tough team to trust I like the Knicks. How much? How many are we giving up? I thought it was like seven. seven and a half. Seven. It is seven. Yeah. I, we I get six I, and a half. We can get six and a half. Yeah. 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 I, I like the Knicks. I just don't like giving up six and a half. So I'll lean New York. All right. Last one up for me. A team that I absolutely hate is the Chicago Bulls, which uh, plays into the fact that I'm betting against them. Cleveland at home minus three and a half. I think they get it done. Ten dollar bet on the Cavs. I almost feel like this line should be worse because the Bulls are very easy to bet against. They're not very good on the road. There's, you know, all kinds of questions in the locker room. The trade deadline is looming. Who's going to be on this team in three or four weeks? Who's not? I, it's just hard to trust this team at all. So, yeah, tons of moral support on the Cavs. Really thought this line should be way worse than three and a half. All right, let's head over to the ice. Sex Panther, uh, fair amount of games as well over the NHL. Um, what do you like? I got four games. Let's start off with the Seattle Kraken going to Pittsburgh. The Seattle Kraken are the hottest team in the NHL right now. Pittsburgh is just good. They're, they're not terrible. They're not Stanley Cup winners. They're good. They're going to probably make the playoffs. But I don't know how you fade the Kraken right now. They are playing some elite Hockey, home and away. And I'm getting a plus line. Are you kidding me? Give me the Kraken for 10 bucks. Don't like the line movement in this one. Uh, line is getting better for Seattle. Uh, really don't like that. So, I mean, for your benefit, you'll get plus 128. But it opened at plus 120. So I, I don't fucking like that at all. Uh, yeah, I, implied probability says Kraken. I'll lean the Kraken, but I, I just don't feel great betting it. All right, next game up, the L.A. Kings are on the road going to Carolina to take on the Hurricanes. Remember, the, Hur or the Kings couldn't lose. They, like, could not lose on the road. Now they can't win, like, hardly anywhere. This team has just really regressed from where they were the first third of the season. Tough team to trust. Carolina, I think they're going to start to make a run. This was the Vegas' favorite to win the Stanley Cup. They've got to be better than they've been showing from the majority of the season against the Kings team. I think they are. I'll eat the minus 145 and put 10 bucks on the Hurricanes. 
Uh, yeah, Carolina's kind of taken a, a, a good jump to cut the you know lead behind the Rangers. Rangers playing a little subpar as of late, so Carolina's closed that gap to about three points over there in the Metropolitan. So, um, but they're they're fending off the Philadelphia Flyers because we all saw the fucking Flyers being such a good fucking team this year. Uh, Carolina <laughs> at home has been pretty fucking automatic. Uh, I mean, fucking Kings can't lose them all, right? Right? Uh, I got a flag. <laughs> I'll lean the Kings. Uh, the aforementioned Philadelphia Flyers are going to St. Louis, take on the Blues. The Blues, you know, kind of just one of those mediocre teams. They're not good. They're not bad. They've they, they got some work to do, right? They, they need to bring in some assets and just kind of uh, the youth movement and and start building up to what we're used to seeing with the St. Louis blues team. But like you mentioned with the flyers, this team, like I didn't think they were bad, but I didn't think they were good. And right now they're fucking good. This flyers team is a team that, I mean, really can beat anybody. They can lose to anybody, but, but they're going toe to toe with anybody on the ice. I think they're better than the blues. I'm getting just a little bit of a plus line. Some, to me, I'm catching some value. Give me the Flyers for ten bucks. Yeah, it's even. It's like plus one hundred. Uh, I'll bet. I'll bet the Flyers with you here. I do think that uh, they are a better road team than they're at home. Uh, listen, St. Louis is pretty good at home this year, but I just think the Flyers are the better team. And I think with the with the line value right here, it is. Uh, it is weird. It opened minus one hundred five. So the plus 100 is a little odd here, but I'll do it anyway. $10 bet on Philadelphia. All right, last game up for me. Chalk Panther about to make an appearance. The Colorado Avalanche are going to Montreal, take on the Canadiens, who are not playing very good hockey. The exact opposite of Colorado, who really looks like they've got to be maybe the favorites coming out of the West. I know we like Vancouver and you know a couple other teams have, have made some strides, but Colorado just looks the part kind of hard to fade the abs and I definitely can't fade them against Montreal eat some chalk but give me 10 bucks on the abs yes I think even at the minus 235 we get to minus 225 actually uh the implied probabilities with Colorado I think they get it done here uh lean on the avalanche well this means Vegas agrees because it was minus 210 like four hours ago (laughs) those are my hockey plays Max what else you got Oh, let's see. Let me, uh, I got two more, actually. Wow, it's a fucking heavy betting day for us. Let's look at the Islanders on the road in Minnesota. I know the Islanders haven't been playing as good of hockey as they were, but I still like them better than the Minnesota Wild. Uh, don't think I'm getting a plus. Yeah, I get plus 102 at, uh, which book is giving me plus 102 here? Ah, Schmetschmivers. Schmetch Rivers giving me the plus 102 here. I'm going to do it. $10 bet on the Islanders. You know, you might just want to send somebody an email and see if they'd like to, you know, be a sponsor. It's just more fun this way. I'll say, I'll say DraftKings. I'll say, I'll say uh, FanDuel, whatever. But, you know, they Nobody should know. They should know about. by now that they're my favorite sports book and they should fucking give us some advertising revenue. Oh, man. Yeah, I. it's, it's hard to argue. Like, we, we liked the Islanders for a while, but. They just, uh, just kind of hard to trust them right now. I'll give you moral support, but not one I've had a ton of confidence in. 
All right, last one up. I'm fading your fucking Vegas Golden Knights, and I'm going to take the Nashville Predators. Also getting a plus line on that one. I'm going to get up to plus 112 there. So I think there's just too much value on Nashville. $10 bet on the Predators. I don't blame you. Like, I'm fading Vegas just by not betting on them. But if they were playing, you know, maybe San Jose or Anaheim, maybe I'll jump on Vegas. But they got fat off a Miami Dolphins-type schedule. And now, you know, against good or better teams – they're just not playing very well. So, yeah, I'll give you a ton of moral support and lean Nashville. All right. Our DJ parlay for the day is going to be the Philadelphia Flyers plus 100, the OKC Thunder plus one and a half, and the Colorado Avalanche minus 225. That'll pay 450 on this Monday, starting the week off right. Panther, take us home. I think if you guys want to make it a four-teamer, you can maybe throw Tampa Bay in there. Didn't you lean Tampa Bay or bet Tampa with the points? Oh, I did bet Tampa. Oh, you want to throw Tampa Bay instead of who? Do you, do you want we'll to make it a, someone or just make it a four? Yeah, make it a four-teamer. Okay, let's add the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in here, then a four-teamer that plays 929. I love it. Okay. Yeah, let's do that shit. We had a full house in here. I think the guys like the 830, 840 start time because we had a full fucking house in here. Thank you guys so much for listening live. Um, and if you want to shoot the shit with these guys – or with us, join our Discord channel, join the Asylum, come on in and call us out by name. We'll holler right back. But most importantly, let us know what you did over the weekend, what you're doing tonight. Stop saying the fucking M word, guys. And let's make some money, fools. This show is sports entertainment. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only. And any reliance on the information provided in this podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast should not be considered professional advice. In short, don't be stupid. Gamble responsibly. We will not be held responsible. Peace. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.